Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show Radio to Open the Heart, Heal the Soul, and Awaken the Consciousness. I felt like we needed to come dancing in, right? <laughs> We're, it's a I think party. we always do that. Don't we always usually come dancing in? We do. It's a party. <laughs> Can't stop a good okay, thing. Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, see? Right, let's go. Hey. Come on. Right. <laughs> I think sometimes we need to dance our way through it. I, I don't know, right? <laughs> Although <laughs> with everything going on in the world, I don't know what kind of dancing we need to do, you know, maybe <laughs> expressing ourselves. I love dancing. I love music. I hope everybody's having a great time out there. Um, how are you doing, Mr. Benny? Doing very well. Getting through the week as usual, enjoying the Seattle sun and uh, enjoying life, right? Life is good. Yeah. Life is good. Um, I have a dear friend of mine who ended up quite sick mm. last year. I'll, his name will go unmentioned, but he ended up uh, in the hospital with serious COVID and was in ICU for 40 days and through prayers and all kinds of things. He came back and his motto is life is good. It's oh, great. Life is good. So if we're out walking, if we're breathing, if we're causing trouble, life is good. So <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> If we're dancing, yeah, if that, we're that, singing. That might help for some people. Might help. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I've got a great guest today. We've got a lot of good things to talk about, and I want to remind everybody I'm the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area for the last 27 years. So we do have a Reiki 1 class coming up September 10th, uh, and a Reiki 2 class October 8th, and a master class in November. You could be a Reiki master before the end of the year and you could get out there and do some beautiful healing work and even if all you do is reiki one i'm here to tell you it's a beautiful thing to do big shout out to my listeners i am a listener supported show you can go to patreon.com slash the loretta brown show and be part of that family yeah that family i'm gonna update all that stuff so be watching for it and then here we are, my goodness, we are more than halfway through the month of August and all the activities of this cosmic sky, it's just so busy up there. We began the month with Uranus, Mars, and the North Node all in alignment. What does that mean? Uranus is the planet of freedom, awakening, and change. And it is shaking up our lives in order to help us keep growing and find ways to free up our daily routines and free us up from anything that has been oppressive. With Uranus aligning with the North Node, which is our destiny, what we value as a society, what we value personally, what we have relied upon is up for review. And with Mars jumping in there with its fiery spirit, everything has gotten supercharged. So if you've been rocking and rolling, if you've been feeling like the Earth is, moving under your feet right then you know that you are on planet earth and you are here at exactly the right time to make some changes many people have told me they have been feeling surreal or having strange dreams or i don't know something's going on loretta something's coming so even um, trouble with concepts of time so as we passed through the lion's gate, which peaked on 8-8, our hearts were activated around the areas of courage to be ourselves and share our gifts. Courage to let go of all the old baggage. And with the third and last supermoon, which hit on August 11th in Aquarius, 
we have been asked to close a chapter or even a book in our lives and open up a fresh, clean page and begin writing. Who are you now? Not who, who you were, not what you did in those first and second books of your trilogy, but you're in a fresh, clean page. You are the hero and the heroine of your own story. Who do you choose to be? You might have to release some things and you might have to bring some things in. So in a few days, we will transition from the fiery sign of Leo into Virgo season which is going to activate, activate Regulus, one of the four royal stars. This beautiful energy will activate our crown chakras and heighten our intuitive abilities, which is exactly what we need moving forward. We really need the practical, independent, strong Virgo energy right now to help us clean, clear, and organize, especially because we have this fiery energy this messy energy in the sky for the rest of the year with jupiter and chiron in aries hang on hang on to your tinfoil hat here we go virgo is confident and self-reliant she can be who she wants she doesn't need to answer to anybody so virgo can help us honor ourselves and treat our body as a temple and i was laughing the other day I was talking to a friend and I said, oh my goodness, I've got this clutter and I just, ah, like I just so want to clean this out. And she said, call up your Virgo friend. They'll help you get it. They'll help you do it. And I went, yay, somebody can help. Yay. Thank you, Virgo. Thank you. So we also are going to end August with a Virgo new moon on August 27th. That's going to stimulate our passion and impulses. And I just want to make a mention that if you've been irritable, aggressive, irrational, short-tempered, snapping at people. Um, it's because Mars is rolling around up there and Mars is just trying to help us change. <sighs> so remember to breathe and exhale, breathe into your hearts, do what you can to keep yourself grounded. And then today you really wanna listen to my show. I have my, my beautiful soul brother, my friend, an amazing man, Dr. Christopher Macklin, PhD, is on my show today. He's an author, a powerful health and wellness practitioner originating from England or beyond. <laughs> he was born as a highly aware psychic child in Chester, England. Christopher Macklin was able to perceive energy fields, spirit activity, and multidimensional phenomena from a very young age. He utilizes alternative and mainstream modalities to help people with their modern day illnesses. And Christopher literally works with thousands of clients every week internationally, and he is able to heal many people simultaneously. We're gonna talk about what that's all about. And he and his wife, Amanda, have founded the Global Enlightenment Project to serve and awaken humanity and support the healing needs of people all over the earth. He's the author of several books, including Centering the Mind, Healing of Chronic Stress, Anxiety, Depression, ADD, OCD, and PTSD in Children, Adolescents, and Adults. My goodness, what a timely book that is for us. And yeah, and also history, truth, 
and healing. Welcome to the show, Christopher. It's so wonderful to have you. Yay! Yeah, we're back. Oh, thanks, Louis. That's wonderful. Bless your heart. It's great to be back. We love you. We love the work you do. Bless your heart. Thank you. I love you guys too. Sometimes you just meet up with soul family and it's wonderful. Um, I'm wondering, you know, you do so many amazing things. Um, could you kind of explain to people what it is that you do? <laughs> well, let me see. Um, <laughs> I'm good at cooking. No, yeah, I'm... <laughs> I love that. Okay, I'll be right um, yeah, it's kind of, uh, it, it involves a lot to do with healing. And it, it's it's really important. It's not just about energy. It's about things like psychic surgery. Uh, we could do things like timeline splitting uh, to get you back on a divine path. Um, we do a lot of different energies. There's, there's a different energy called tachyon energy. It really helps with people with tumors and things like that. It breaks down the molecular structure of tumors. It also breaks down pathogens. Um so there's a whole host of instruments, you know, that we can use uh, to really help people through uh, illnesses and um, get them out the other side. So it, it really is quite complex. Another thing that I th really think is important is we do have a fast track method of releasing emotion because, you know, who hasn't got anxiety in this world? Let me think, uh, oh, that would be everybody, you know, <laughs> a certain level of anxiety. And I think, you know, as a human being, you're not engineered to ingest this much emotion. It's supposed to be a relaxed life. And of course, we've, we've got an enslavement kind of um, thing going on on this planet where, you know, stress is involved and you have to make money to live and all this sort of thing. And so we have a fast track method. And, you know, most human beings ingest something like hundreds of thousands of layers around the heart. And it's not good for the heart because it's low vibrational energy. So we do have a method where the you know the beings I work with called Mekizdek beings, they can go in, they can actually pull out, you know, like a the biggest layer of emotion, they pull that out. It's energetic, and then the next biggest. In that way, we could do like 81, 162, 324, 648, or 1296 releases. As you build the person up, you know, towards getting used to the releasing, because of course, as you release the big emotion, as soon as they're not getting a reaction, then you can go to the next level. So it really helps people because, you know, to me the one of the major primary causes of illness is emotion. It's not, you know, it's not the only reason. Of course, you get transmissional frequencies and you can get a ton of toxins. I mean, we live in a toxic world. So, uh, you know, but they're probably the only main three things that give us illness, you know. And I think, to me, emotion is one of the primary causes. Yeah, I um, I like what you said, you know, in the, in the work that I do, you know, my healing work, um, I have always taken a look at what I call the unresolved emotional, mental or spiritual conflicts, you know, that show up in the body. And then I'm kind of a believer that by the time it shows up in the body, it's gone through all the other layers, right? Um, and so talk about that for a moment, those layers, because a lot of time, you know, we live in an instant world, right? I want it now, right? And um, yeah, <laughs> we didn't get here overnight. so. Can you really talk about those layers and what happens when you begin to remove those layers? I think as you remove those layers, yeah, I mean, you know, you look at an instant world, you write, you know, I remember when the facts first came out and, uh, you know, you used to write to people, it might take three or four days to receive a letter. And then suddenly by fax, well, fax it to be right now because I need it right now. And now it's email. Well, I want the email within like two and a half microseconds, you know, and 
people are putting pressure on you. You think, you know, I, I don't buy into all this. You know, if people tell me, well, I need it right now, then you'll probably end up getting it tomorrow because that's okay. You know, there's always tomorrow. And I think, I think another thing that I realized in my life as well, which, you know, I've now let go of is that uh, people set themselves way too high standards and too many tasks. So I remember, you know, when I was younger, um, a couple of years ago, uh, or not, <laughs> uh, when I was like 20 or something, I used to set myself like 20 things to do. Nobody could ever do these 20 things. And of course, you go out, you go, I've got to, I've, you know, put yourself under stress. And then I'd do maybe four of them. And then you get back home and I'd shame myself like, well, that's ridiculous. I should have done all the 20 tasks and only did four of them. But it was actually impossible to do those tasks. And so I've learned that, you know, there's always tomorrow or even the day after. It's okay, you know. So I've learned to relax. And I think, of course, by setting these too high standards, you end up shaming yourself and, you know, you ingest your own emotion. You know, I see it all the time. People bless them, you know, they 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 ingest their own emotion. And then, you know, it takes a while to release that and get them more to a tranquil place where, they, oh, it's okay, yeah, you know. And uh, you let go of all that, you know, high drama, high high speed connections. And it's the same on things like Facebook, you know, someone will get upset if you don't reply to them in two and a half minutes. Well, you know, I don't really go on Facebook much. I don't like uh, the big tech stuff very much. And I think it's because... If people mention something, you know, it's a, it's a very cowardly way of berating somebody yeah. without having to yeah. show up. You know, if you stand in front of somebody and say that thing, you'd think twice about it. But, of course, on things like Facebook, YouTube, whatever, you know, you you can say what you like and get away with it. You know, and it's to me, it's not okay. But, you know, it's just that's why I don't, I, don't really post anything. You know? Yeah, I um, I do what I can when I post to do things that are uplifting or thought-provoking or something like that, because um, I, I am a firm believer that what we, what we ingest, we become, right? Like I, I, what you said about eating that, you know, like holding that anger or really drumming up that anger all the time is you're just eating poison, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So if there's a way to dismantle that, and I also agree with you, you know, um, we have dehumanized each other somehow. Um, I don't quite know what all the effects of social media are, but I do know that um, in the healing work that I do with people, that people come in and they're all their systems are all jammed up. Like they're not spending time out in nature. They're not laughing with their loved ones. They're you know they're not walking barefoot on the earth or whatever it is that we need to do as organic beings, right? They're just you know they're just this techno field or whatever you want to call it, you know, there's the new thing that we're all having to deal with is, is it's actually real, which, which brings me into an interesting question. And, you know, I, I, of course, want you to tell people more about yourself, but this idea of artificial intelligence, I, I'm treading cautiously on this subject, right? Artificial intelligence. And um, I just want to make a comment to remember that we are, we are the co-creators right so we're really um i think years and years ago um someone that i know said to me we have created uh, an entity and we don't know its morality it's amoral right meaning the internet right and so yeah. it doesn't know how to evaluate what it should tell you it just you just google it and poof, up it comes right and then you have that information so 
it's kind of a broad subject. And like I said, I'm trying not to slide off the edge of our conversation. But when we talk about health, when we talk about how our world is so toxic, um, what what is your answer to how do we bring ourselves back in? What what is the essence of healing for you? I think the essence of healing, first of all, I think, you know, there's a lot of narcissistic people in this world and they're narcissists because they don't know any better they're ingesting a ton of emotion they're projecting their own emotions back on people and not realizing it it's all about me 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 and i think to me it's very important to release that emotion and, and become self-aware you know people aren't self-aware and they don't realize you know if you look in a mirror you know i'm always very self-aware i look at a mirror and think i might be in a good person you know and and when situations come up I always take a step back and think, okay, how should I handle this? You know, uh, because I don't want to be ever seen to be a narcissist or anything else. I want to do it in a very fair, kind, loving way. But I think people get so reactive nowadays because people, you know, they think somebody's attacking them yes. when, you know, maybe, for example, you know, say you've got Betty, you know, for want of a better word, and she's on Facebook. She's just been to the doctor and found out, oh, I've got stage four cancer. I'm going to die in two days, two weeks. And she gets on Facebook and she's in the wrong place and she posts something that's maybe out of character for her. And of course, everyone's going to braze up. They're going to jump on that, you know, when they don't realize actually what's behind that, you know. Uh, she needs love. She doesn't need berating. And that's what I sell people. You know, my personal opinion is to, uh, and I, I switch all this stuff off. I don't really get involved with it. I think it's very addictive because it has that reptilian energy about it. And I think, you know, it is time to get back to nature. <clears throat> you know, if you look at what's going on in the world, you know, why not really focus on, well, let's start growing our own food. Let's go and go in a forest and be amongst trees. You know, we're building a house in a 42-acre site that's full of trees. And I get so much uh, comfort and love from the energy of the trees. You know, when I get there, you know, sometimes you feel a bit angsty and you just sit there and you can feel all the energy just, you know, um, filtering away. You think, wow, this is great, you know. And that's why I want to live out there because I don't get involved with high drama energy. And I think, you know, the other thing that's really important is get away from this guru thing. You know, people say, oh, I need a guru or whatever. No, you don't. You are your own guru. You know, it's up to us to do enough work on ourselves, release enough emotion. And as you get stronger, you get to a place where you feel like a wire. Wow, I've taken my power back. Don't give your power away to anybody. It's your power. You know, and I think another thing is really key is setting boundaries. If you find people who want to break you uh, and, you know, try and take your power, maybe to love one with, with, without condition sometimes is setting a boundary. Yeah, I love you, but you just need to be parked over there instead of in my face because I don't want to feel that emotion from you, you know. And so it is important to select your friends very carefully. I mean, you know, doing this spiritual work, you know, don't know about you, but you know, we hardly have any friends because they think we're nuts, you know, and I think it's a compliment, you know, and that's okay. So, you know, people say oh, it's a really lonely journey. It is, but don't forget, you know, if you're a star seed, you have your soul family in the ethers and talk to them, you know, spend time with them, meditate, you know, and spend more time instead of worrying about uh the fast track um world, you know, take a step completely out of this matrix. And stay in a world where, you know, if you love cooking, I mean, I love cooking, you know, I don't know if you realize that, but do I need a recipe? Yeah, but but I love cooking. I love to see people's faces when you cook something lovely, but 
you know, nowadays, and you know, I don't know what it's like, you know, where you are, but you know, here the food's not tasting so good when you go out. It tastes like smells off and and I think it's a combination of energy around people, you know, trying to get people to work. Uh, there's a whole slew of things involved with it and maybe what's in the food as well. So, you know, take a step back and start cooking your own food and start getting back to, you know, what's important. Good food and nourishing your body to me is key. You know, it's one of the key instruments. So spend a bit of time with it. You know, you can you can allow yourself that time. I think we've all been taught that you just got to do things so quickly and let's go to a fast food restaurant. I haven't got time. Well, you do have time. You know, you can make time if you want to. And I think it's just taking a step back off that fast track out of the matrix into being a sovereign place, being self-aware, you know, do work on yourself and get into this place where you really relax. Yeah, I, um, I've been talking to people lately about what I call the three types of energy. And it's kind of a, it comes from the gunas, you know, the East Indian philosophies of, you know, that you have this go, 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 go energy. And then you have this sort of planning and, and doing, you know, this kind of energy, medium energy. And then you have like, stop and stare, just stop. Can you stop? And the body, um, you know, cause stress is that thing. Everybody's like, oh, I'm so stressed out. And blah, 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 blah. But what you're, you're bringing to the forefront is just, my gosh, how toxic that is and how when you get the body, just go, 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 go. How can it possibly rest? How can it possibly, you know, kick in its own healing abilities or whatever the deal it is? And um, yeah, I, I want to talk a little bit because, you know, in, in your in your book title, you know, Centering the Mind, I mean, here you list chronic stress <laughs> as, you know, anxiety, depression, ADD, OCD, PTSD, which I think I've observed through the last couple of years of the pandemic. And here in the Seattle area, you know, we were in lockdown until March of this year, right? So for two years, we're locked down pretty much. Yeah. And and what that has done to people and their health. So could you just talk about that a little bit? Well, I think, you know, uh, people have lost confidence. I mean, you know, having a mask on and things like that. I mean, again, do I personally agree with it? Probably not, but I, I've never worn a mask and never will, you know, so uh, because I don't believe in it, you know, I'm not the cover my face because I'm a, a sovereign being. And, but I think, you know, regardless of that, you know, I think for children, you know, it's really affected them because, you know, we have an autistic daughter, you know, uh, I adopted her about three and a half years ago and she has no business wearing a mask because she relies on your facial expressions and you know, at school, we took her out of school because they're, oh, you've got to wear a mask. Well, forget that. You know, she's not going to school. So, you know, simple as that. Uh, because I don't want to affect her mentally because she needs that comfort of seeing, you know, her mom and dad's face, you know, and what your expressions are. You know, she's kind of, she she was nonverbal. But I think it's affected kids. I think it's affected people. It's a psychological thing of fear. You know, it's, it's to me, it's, it's something that's brought so much fear into people. Like, oh, you know. And actually, um, if you look, if you do some research, you might find something quite different. But, you know, that's something you need to do. So, so yeah, go ahead if you want to. I, I got a question that's that's coming out of that for me. Yeah, go um, on. I have noticed, right, like, um, you know, I spend part of my time in the office and I still do a lot of Zoom calls because people's lives have changed. A lot of people have moved. A lot of people are working from their home. 
But I also am running into this issue where there are people who are literally so fearful of getting a disease, right? That disease or some other disease that they're not wanting to leave their houses. How do you, what would you say to people? How do people come back into this centering and calming their mind? Well, again, releasing the emotion on that, but I think um, I remember watching a comedian, George, is it George Carlin, you know? Yeah. And it was really funny. I'm not going to put the swearing words in, but, but he said, <laughs> oh. but he's, because, yeah, <laughs> but he said, you know, when we were young, we went to swim in the Hudson River, there was poo and there's weird it. And he said, it exercised the immune system, you know, it needs exercise. And I think, I think the problem is that, you know, the more you isolate yourself, uh, your immune system needs to be involved with some sort of bacterial things going on so it can create the response. Your immune system's way above, to me, personally, yeah. anything in the world. And again, I'm not an MD, medical doctor, absolute doctor, but your immune system's an incredible thing. Your body's an incredible thing, and people don't realize it. So you have the ability within your body to take care of all this stuff. And, you know, but people don't realize that. And I think, you know, wearing this mask and everything else, you know, now this pandemic's over, um, you know, whether you believe in it or not, that's up to you guys. But, um, but you know, it's over, you know, time to sort of take these things off, start walking around as a sovereign being and take your power back. Don't give your power away to anybody. You know, I don't believe in politics. I don't believe in religion. I believe in one God, many paths, and I believe in people, you know, and to me, it's up to the people, you know, uh, to take their power back and start, you know, showing it and, you know, uh, being sovereign beings and powerful beings. You know, I think that's key, you know. I I love what you're saying. And of course, I'm so being fed these questions, right? Like, thank you for all that is. But I, I want to say this. One of the things that I just heard you say, and I'm just emphasizing stuff in, in Loretta's way of interpretation, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for your generosity and allowing me to do that. Um, but a, a lot of people are battling, battling, fighting, fighting, fighting the disease, fighting the thought, fighting their life, fighting, you know, their partner, whatever, fighting themselves. And I'm like, could we stop fighting? You know, if we build up our immune systems, which are based not only physically, right, like feed your body good stuff, um, feed your mind good thoughts, right? Release all that stuff from your emotions aren't we designed aren't we uniquely and beautifully and and divinely designed to fight everything off I, absolutely yeah and one of the key instruments if you look at you know the i mean there's many parts of the immune system you've got thymus you've got spleen you've got adenoids tonsils you know bone marrow whatever but if you look at the main parts which are the thymus and the spleen the thymus creates t-cells you know and t-cells are needed to create antibodies and so and it's right here, you know, in the in the chest. So if you if you've got a ton of emotion, it's going to stop. That energy is going to drop its vibration and paralyze it. So the T cells get weak. And you know, there's always a saying: well, stress causes immune issues. Well, of course it does. You know, and that's one of the key instruments. We created a um, a meditation. It's a guided meditation, and it's actually a healing meditation, just to focus on every single part of the immune system and release the emotions that are affecting the immune system. And by that way, you can build it up, you know, taking vitamin C. Again, I'm not a doctor and I'm not an MD, but again, do your own research. You know, vitamin C is one of the key components. It's the 
key component of the body, a gearbox vitamin that, you know, everyone should be taking, you know, if you want to. And that's got to be up to you. You know, like I say, I'm not an MD, go and consult your medical doctor or go and consult your naturopath or whatever. But that's just, you know, from research I've done, that's, you know, one of the key instruments. So if you eat really good food, and I'm talking organic, I'm talking, you know, not fast foods, you know, you, I never get anything. I mean, during this pandemic, you know, for the last, what, 20 years, I've never got cold, never got flu, never got anything, you know, because I keep my vibration up. And if your vibration's up, your immune system's kicked in, you know, you don't have emotions suppressing it. And so uh, your antibodies are really powerful when something comes in and it takes it out before it even starts. So my, my opinion is your immune system's an incredible instrument, you know, and so have faith in your own body, have faith in God that, God produced this body so that you could walk around without getting sick, you know. So, um, you know, as you say, you're not a doctor, a medical doctor, but I, so I'd like you to tell people, how did you get into what you're doing? Tell us a little bit about yourself and where's your information come from? My beautiful friend, Christopher. <laughs> yeah, bless you. Well, you know, as you know, I was, at the age of four, I was gifted. I saw beings and different things and, uh, anyway, what happened is that I, I was kind of asleep. I mean, I saw things in the sky. I saw I could talk to, you know, the soul starseed family off planet, but I never really focused on it that much. And then in 2007, I was building these apartments. I mean, I was buying houses and renting them out, doing things. And then I, I decided, oh, really intelligent decision. Let's build 176 apartments. Oh, what a big mistake. But anyway, I never realized at the time. So we bought the land and started doing the, the building plans. And this was when uh, 2007, 2008, everything collapsed and the bank phoned up. So we want our money back. You got 14 days. Uh, hang on a minute. Uh, I don't seem to have it. So took us bankrupt. You know, marriage split up, uh, ended up in the middle of Manchester. And after that, it was a very interesting journey because you know, I had the pity party for a little while, uh, not too long, just enough, you know, but, and, you know, where is me as in tears, you know, what, God, how can you do this? And then I got over myself, I realized, well, I did it. It's nothing to do with God. It was me. You know, what a stupid thing. But anyway, and I realized the banks were really corrupt, unless you're really in the, if you're in the club, you'll always get looked after. And I don't have any intention of ever being in the club. So I was looked after, it took me bankrupt. And it was the most liberating thing. I remember that day when I went bankrupt. Oh, wow, I've got no debt. Finally, in my life, I've got no debt. I didn't have any money, but I had no debt either. And then I really focused on what's matter. You know? And I remember saying to God, God, this is not funny. I've worked for 21 years. I've quite a few million pounds behind me. And now I've got nothing. This is not funny. What's going on? They were really clear. They said, but it's the right time. What do you mean it's the right time? You know, and I had two bags with a couple of shirts and that's it. And they said, it's the right, you'll see. Okay, you know, anyway, I, I believed in what they said and I did see, it just took me a while. And I, I went all over the world. I went to uh, India, I went to across Europe. I came here, you know, all over the place doing healings and uh, teachings and, you know, things started to really come. And I spent probably about four, six hours a day in meditation for about three or four years now this is where people go wrong it's really important and this is my opinion that if you have a gift you have to understand how it works and your gift works very differently than somebody else's gift and so 
you know, I encourage people not to use everyone else's modalities to understand how your gift works. And they showed me, and they showed me cause and effect and different things. And from that, you know, I wrote the book, uh, Dissolving the Enigma of Divine Healing, because I wanted people to understand the cause and effects and um, pathogens, style pathogens and all these things. And from that, you know, create solutions. There's one thing about me, I never give people the bad news, like, well, you've got something like Morgellons, unless there's a solution to it. And I always have a solution because I don't want to give them the bad news. Well, what do I do? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of unfair. So I've always looked for solutions and and better myself. And I even learn things now, you know. Um, you know, you learn things every day. It's incredible. So it's been quite a healing journey. I mean, we work on thousands of people a week, um, probably about 2,000 people a week. If you look on, we're back on YouTube now, uh, Facebook. You know, we, we do healings three times a week by donation. And, you know, come and join them if you want. You know, if you don't want to give a donation, you know, they're there for you, you know. If you don't have any money, never shame yourself. Because do you know what? I've been there and I've got the T-shirt on their money. <laughs> but, you know, I think once once you, I think once you hit that dark night of the soul, you go down. When you start to come out of it, you really grow exponentially. And I think, you know, I had a case the other day where someone said, oh, this happened. And then I'm going to say, look, why don't you look at it as a blessing? Because when these things happen, there's always a blessing within everything, no matter how bad it is. And the blessing is that, oh, we're not doing that again, or that won't happen again. I'll never put myself in that situation. And then when you come out of it, you're so much stronger. And, you, you know, each time that happens, it builds your power up, you know. So I think these uh, things that happen in life are such a blessing. And would I want to go through that bankruptcy again? Um, now, let me see. Mm, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't want to go through that again, but I learned so much from it, and I thank God for the blessing of that. And we've been through a lot of other things as well, and you know, it's all a blessing. It all helps you build that strength into the whole point. I think about this world is, especially for starseed people. I think there's about 400 million they reckon starseed people on this planet, and they're hit really hard with negativity and yeah. trying to bring them down because they don't want you to shine. And so, you know, the whole point about this is, you know, releasing all that emotion, getting rid of all that powerless feeling, well, I'm powerless. Well, you're not. You're a really strong being because, you know, I was talking to somebody this morning and, you know, I was talking about maps of intent or prayers. They're more powerful than any money would ever buy anybody. They're so powerful. You know, you've got instruments there which you can use, and we've got them on the website, protection prayers. We've got prayers for chemtrails. We've got prayers for, for food, for water. We've got so many different things going on and, um, you know, all you have to do is just say them, you know, with intent, you know, with authority and results will happen. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know people are listening. Um, we've got more to talk about, but where can people find your website and find these present meditations already while they're listening? Do it. <laughs> Yeah, have a look. Have a look at globalenlightenmentproject.com. Globalenlightenmentproject.com, and like I said, we've got all different things happening. You know, we uh, we also have a ceremony coming up, uh, which is helping break down the satanic stuff happening on this planet. That's the tenth of December, and again, the the power of people coming together is so powerful. You know, so if anyone wants to join that, you know, uh, it's up on the website. You can register. It's free. Uh, it takes about two hours. And all it's doing is calling out all the negativity of different areas. 
and bringing it before God and all the beings involved before God. You know, that's more powerful to me than running out, getting all angry, you know, which doesn't solve anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I so agree with that. I think before the show, you and I were talking about, um, you know, internal strength and stability and, and making that internal landscape strong so that you're not at such effect by what's going on outside of you right and i think also so that you know the truth right come into the truth like i'm always telling people just step into the truth it's okay don't be afraid of it it's all right you'll be okay oh yeah um, i mean well, i think i think it's quite a a significant change you know when people start waking up and they really find out the truth of what's going on it, it's quite a um it's quite kind of quite what would you call it like devastating in a way and then they get devastated and get upset with it surely it can't be this bad no let me see um yeah it is even worse than that but it's okay and you know when you digest it and then you know when you come out of it it makes you such a warrior um that you know we want to help humanity as much as possible to be service to others is is key for me yeah. you know and you know and i love what i do you know that's why that gives me a reason to get up in the morning. I'd encourage every starseed people who's listened to this, you know, if you're an empath and everything else, you have a gift. You know, it's a God gift. And and it's important to, I think, pursue it and find out what it is. Now, if it's cooking, you know, is my gift cooking? Well, I'm not bad cooking, but, you know, I've got a chef who sometimes I phone, well, how do I tweak this? And, and I don't tell Mandy this, but I'm like, shh, but... How do I tweak this and make make it taste even better? And you know, this guy's just people. You know, as a as a really uh, gifted chef, you don't have to. You just know. You know what blends together. You know, with me, I need a recipe, or it could be painting. You know, it could be sculpturing. You know, for mine, it's doing healing. You know, and I think these gifts, because it's really your God given gift, you get so much passion out of it. It gives you a reason to get up in the morning and leap out of bed again yeah i'm doing another day you know instead of oh no i'm not going to work again am i you know who wants to lead a life like that so i, th I do think for all of us it's time to change and people say well okay i've got a gift how am i going to earn enough money to live that's not your deal with your god gift and service to others you'll always have enough because god's got your back you know and i've learned that in the in the ministry 20 years ago i went for a reading and this woman, you know, I sat in front of her, she goes, mm, yeah, thank you. She's writing all these things down. Like, mm, this is interesting, you know. So, well, um, she didn't give me a time scale. She said, well, um, you're probably going to have a new wife. Okay. Um, you're going to go to America. Okay. And I was in England. <laughs> you're going to live off donations. Well, you know, and I didn't say that in front of her. I thought, what's she talking about, you know? And I went away from that. Okay, I'm going to America. I'm going to live off donations. And, you know, I'm going to work for God effectively. And, okay, and get remarried. Oh, look, it came true. You know, every single point. The woman was absolutely spot on. But 20 years ago, I would think, well, you know, but you never have a time scale. So, you know, and I think people say, you know, I thought when I first started this work, well, how are you going to live off this? And, and then I just gave it to God. I said, look, God, Here's the deal. I'll do the healing. You take care of the accounts. You do the bank account and you do all the sales. Whoever needs healing, you bring them. And ever since I did that deal with God, I've never had to worry about anything. Again, God's got your back. If you have the faith, and that's the key, I think. You know, I am 
smiling a lot when you're talking and thinking about my own journey, right? Like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> life is so interesting, right? Because, um, you know, I used to live in Saudi Arabia and I came home and blew up is what I did. I spiritually blew up. I blew open and uh, went to this woman who sees auras and she told me everything about myself. No one should know. <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, it was my time. And so through a series of things, I ended up um, studying Reiki and opening Reiki Oasis. And my big joke is people are like, how did you do that? And I go, I actually never had a thought, what is this going to work? I just so wanted to do it. I ran an ad and I'll never forget the first person showed up and I thought, oh my God, they have to pay. Uh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Like, I don't no, have no. a credit card so set up. <laughs> I don't, I don't, can I take a check? I don't, you know, so I, my, my joke is, is, you know, everything just sort of, when you're stepping into that passion or that draw of the heart or just, I'm just doing this, right? Like, I'm just going to make this pie, right? Like, I, I don't know. I think maybe people overthink it and I do understand that, right? Um, I think they do. And I think, yeah. I think one of the problems is because of the lack of faith, um, they, they do things they don't like. Like, for example, you know, with this ministry, because it's a non-for-profit, we have to do very tight accounts. We use QuickBooks uh, in the cloud. You know, the accountant does all the updating every month and counts all the beans. I'm not interested in that. Can I do the IT? Yeah. Am I interested? I mean, last count, we had 14 computers. How the heck do we get? But, you know, we've got 10 staff and, you know, I need three of them, you know, uh, so I've got six of them. Uh, just to run all these videos and things like this. So there's a lot of IT stuff and a lot of the things that need looking after. So the guy charges $100 an hour and he's brilliant at it. Yeah. Now I could spend like two days, oh, I can't quite get Windows to work. There's must... This guy, because he works for a lot of other companies, he's seen, oh yeah, I know what that is because I saw it in the last company. So let's fix it. And he can fix it straight away. So instead of instead of getting yourself all stressed out on things that you know you probably can do but not as efficient at just focus on your gift you know i just focus on the healings i don't do anything else and you know in that way and you know people say well i can't afford an accountant well you're just right there god's just about to get you a check i can't afford oh, okay we'll rip it up i can't afford to get an it person okay we'll get that up as well and you know it's it's really important to realize get the very best equipment you know, these computers cost us, we just bought two new ones, they're about $3,000. They're actually gaming computers because they have the very best, like, you know, uh, software. They have really fast video, so we never get a, a Lenovo. So, you know, they're, they're a good make. And, you know, if you feel worthy of your gifts to be able to get the best equipment, that's key because then the stuff lasts five years before you have to change it. Yeah. So it's all these things, it's all about worthiness, I think. Yeah, I think I think it is. And also, um, lots of times people say, well, I don't know what my gifts are, or I don't have any gifts. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> what do you mean? Right? Oh, yeah. I, I think we get into gift comparison, you know, there's always that ego thing. And I'm like, you know, I say this all the time, and I truly, truly mean it. I My gifts are my gifts. I've figured out, you know, what some of them are. There's probably some I don't don't know about, you know, but my sister makes lemon pie. Yes, anytime. I'm just saying, I'll take lemon pie from you anytime if you're listening. <laughs> and what you do, I'm Papa Gowler. I think we want some lemon pie. But yeah. that's the thing, you know, it is a gift. You know, cooking is a gift. You know, some people are really good at it. 
yes, I can do it. It's not my gift. I mean, I love it and I enjoy it. Well, you know, like you said, listen to music, you know. Um, you know, I love listening to music, dancing, having a laugh, you know, that's that's what it's well, all about. But you, your gift is something you don't even have to try. You're just there. Like, for example, you know, you see these people like four years old, they just play the piano better than most concert pianists. And you think, wow, this this kid's incredible. And that's the age of four. Imagine when they're like 19, should just really focus on that gift, you know. So Yeah, so I'm one of those piano players. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I love the IT people, my accountant. Um, I love him. I thank him every day because if numbers are in the room, I run away. But he loves them, right? So that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, our accountant, when we did our taxes, she said to me, well, they're in the portal. Do you want to read them or something? No. She no. started laughing. She goes, you're not interested, are you? I said, uh, no. 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 And I said, just file them. You know, she goes, well, yeah. you should really look at them. I said, look. You're the accountant. I wouldn't know whether right, wrong, or different. You know, I haven't got a clue. So it's just if you're happy with them, file them. If you're not, then you know. And she was just laughing her head off. You're not interested in accounts at all, are you? Or money? I said, uh, no. You know, no. And no. it's just, yeah. I just love the gift I do. Yeah, yeah. That was my thing, and it was also why I realized with my first client, I hadn't set up my business properly. I just wanted people to come so I could work with them, right? Like, just show up, we'll have fun, right? We'll have potluck later, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it, right? So um, I want to talk a little bit about um, a couple of things. Number one, um, talk about your protocol a little bit, because you talk about lines, Morgellons, Agent Orange, HIV, uh, protocol for removing um, viruses or, or toxins from the body. Um, can you talk about that protocol a little bit? And uh, Yeah, it's something very different. And um, yeah, Morgellons is nanotechnology. And of course, you've got other nanotechnology being introduced into the body as well. Brilliant, HIV, AIDS, aged orange, you know, they've been manufactured. And if they're in your body and they replicate, they're going to make you really sick, you know. So uh, we have developed a protocol. Um, I'm a, I was born and was killed by being five of us here, and uh, two of us can split timelines. So what does that actually mean? Well, the timeline you're on now, what we do is split it in two. So we put you on divine alignment, complete wellness timeline, where all the instruments like the nanotech and the spirochetes and everything else is out of the body, including pathogens and toxins. And on the other timeline, all the stuff, which is, you know, brilliant, HIVAs, Agent Orange, Morgellons, and any other nanotech introduced to the body or things going on. And then pathogens um, and also toxins are stripped out of the body on our timeline. So, so as time separates, this stuff actually separates out of the body. And it, gets people well. So it's it's an incredible exercise. You know, I found with Lyme, most people don't understand Lyme properly. And they say, well, just take herbs. You, you can't because stealth pathogens replicate exponentially if your DNA is damaged. So, um, so if you take herbs, you get so much die-off, it makes you really sick. Now with this, yeah, of course you get a bit of die-off, but, but it's separating the stuff out of the body. And then once you've done that, it's important then to reset the DNA in your body back to the blueprint it should be in the Akashic Records. Because even when you're born here, because of transmissional frequencies, maybe paths, different things happening in the womb, you know, you come out of the vaginal opening and your DNA is not really the blueprint that it should be. So we, so what they do is where life first began, the first cell, which is the sacral point, they repel the chromosomes, 
connect all the helices together, reset the DNA of that cell back to the blueprint it should be, and then they do the cells around it, cells around it. It's a 20-week protocol, and 10 weeks is roughly as the timeline split. And once your vibration's high enough, we invoke the DNA change, and, you know, it's, it's had incredible, incredible results. So I, I'm just going to tell the listening audience I'm actually doing your protocol and got into it after my last interview with you, and I am noticing uh, an increase in, in intuition, kind of a clearing of any fogginess, as well as all kinds of little strange and weird things going on physically that I'm not going to share with the audience, but um, I do highly recommend it. I, I really do. Um, do you have any testimonials you could share from your, your you know, because you've been doing this protocol for a while? Yeah, I mean, we've worked on about 450 people. There's tons of people. And, you know, one of the key instruments is surrender. And, you know, if you just stay on that divine timeline, I've had people, for example, who have moved out of state just suddenly within a week, just move somewhere else because that's a divine path. Um, with Lyme, you know, it's got rid of Lyme. Uh, it's got rid of Morgellons. You know, one of the worst uh, people I've seen with Morgellons where plastic's coming out of the eyeballs or different oh. things. Um, she did the protocol. It took her about eight months after the protocol for the, all the stuff to leave. But it's left, and she's like, you know, she lives in the middle of nowhere, and she doesn't like technology, bless her heart, and she feels amazing, you know. So there's so many testimonies, you know. Uh, it's It's been incredible. But and, one of the yeah, biggest ahead. things is sur surrender is, is the key, you know. You. Like, surrender to the protocols, stay on that divine timeline, and it's, it's, it's an incredible uh, exercise. Thank you. I was going to ask you about surrender, so you answered that question. And my understanding is you are working with um, the Melchizedeks, or higher dimensional beings, in all of this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, do you have any prayers or affirmations that you can share with the listening audience? Yeah, one of my favorite ones. I don't know if I did this last time, but anyway. Um, you probably yeah, did. the the. Probably did. <laughs> but I'll do it again. It to do it again, right? Because <laughs> it's a different show, right? Go, yeah, absolutely. So it goes like this. It says, I am divine love and wisdom, and I am worthy of all the abundance God has in store for me. Full stop. There is no doubt. So, you know, uh, just want to, you know, people to recognize you're a God being, you know. I mean, people get all mixed up with God, everything else. Like I said, I believe in one God, many paths. The name God, I define as God, Goddess, prime creator of all it is. But people like the word God, it's shorter anyway, so for exactly for the prayers. But yeah, so I, I am divine love and wisdom, and I am worthy of all the abundance God has in store for me. Full stop, there is no doubt. Now, don't be saying period, because... It doesn't have the same ring. Full stop is like full stop. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your British coming through. I love it. Full <laughs> stop. Right. Yeah. Um. So you can you talk just a moment? The uh, you're you're building pyramids or something. <laughs> Yeah, we do have a project on. Uh, it's going to be a huge project, probably the biggest, I will, maybe it's not the biggest, but the biggest spiritual project that probably is on this planet. The whole point about this is 
because you know people want to transcend to the 5d and the the problem you've got is that the consciousness of this planet is not just human it's also reptilian underneath the planet you know various reptilians like anunnaki draconians uh luciferians and these beings and they have a much lower uh consciousness so it's kind of being dragged down plus the fact they want to take over the planet which doesn't help either so one of the uh instruments have been working on and probably for a thousand years and they're coming to fruition now is that there's three pyramids being built off planet and they're big pyramids the biggest one is 999.9999 feet tall the next one's 666.666 feet tall and you may say well 666 is satanic it depends uh there's a lot of numerology lines up with the angles of the planet and everything else so it depends what view you have it's like the pentagram is that satanic no uh, it depends what you do with it. If you put Luciferian writing around it, you can make the energy of that symbol satanic, or you can make it, you can put angelic writing and make it high vibration. And the other one is 333.333 tall. They're going to be put on the golden curve. They are being built off planet. They will appear one by one, but we do need to buy the land. And the, you know, the land we need to buy is something like a hundred thousand acres. So uh, can I afford that? Um, let me just check. No. I don't have that sort of money. So, because, you know, 100,000 acres round where it's supposed to be is probably, I don't know, 5,000 acres. So you're talking about $500 million, you know. So that's being created by the top-level banking people working with this project. So that's 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 in their hands. And to me, uh, I never worry about the money anyway. I always tell God, look, when you're ready, and, you know, just write the check. When the, when the ink's dry, we're good to go. You know, it's... It's off planet, you know, it's 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 out of my hands. And so it will happen. And what will happen is once they'll help raise the vibration of the planet and the reptilian element on this planet will have to leave because they can't stay in a high vibrational state. So um, it'll be their choice. So it'll really help the planet power it up. Interesting. Fascinating. So my guest today, uh, Dr. Christopher Macklin, and um, what's your website again? Yeah, it's globalenlightenmentproject.com. And you have free weekly group sessions. Um, when are those offered? Yeah, we have a Monday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time, Thursday, 5 p.m. Central Time, and then Saturday, 11 a.m. Central Time. And all you have to do is register, you can join. You know, we ask for donations. If you've, if you've got money, if you don't, please come on them. You know, never shame yourself. It's okay. You know, we do those particularly because it is a non-for-profit we need to make sure everyone gets a healing so that's key to me great so um we are down to the last 15 seconds who knows last words to our beautiful listening audience what would you like to say to them yeah i'll just encourage everyone find the joy within your space it doesn't have to be outside anymore i think our lives have changed looking you know the family your wife your kids you know have some fun with them and stay in your space and make sure that people don't impinge on that space by trying to break you. You know, again, set healthy boundaries. It's really important this day and age. And, and don't shame yourself if you don't feel like going out and that you are a star. So you, you don't belong on this planet. And so and what you have to do is just learn how to manage that. <clears throat> so you can dip your toe in the matrix and help people, but not dive into it. You know? So thank you so much. This is Loretta Brown to everybody out there. So much love to all my starseeds. Love, love, love. And uh, we need you. It's time to get into service 
for each other and to work with each other. And Christopher, uh, my love to you and to your beautiful wife, Amanda, and everything. That Thanks, you're doing. Thank you so Bless much. Bless your heart. We love you. Bless you.